Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey Ryan, how are you this week? I am doing well, Pam. How about you? I'm okay. Feeling a little stressed. How about you? Yeah, it's been a long week and uh, there's a lot going on. Absolutely. Well, we need to hear a soothing voice. So I'm excited to introduce our um, guest today, Melanie Eccleston. She is our oncology massage and therapist. Hey, Melanie, how are you? I'm good. Hi, Melanie. Hey there. Tell our listeners who you are and what you do here at the center. I'm Melanie Eggleston, and like you said, I am an an oncology massage therapist. And um, at the center, I see clients for about 30 minutes at a time, and they get a little break from their day, and I get to take some of their stress from them. You know, I I know, Pam, you know this, and, and Melanie knows this, but for our listeners out there, Um, these appointments with Melanie are some of the most coveted time slots of everything we do at the center. That's right. You better get your call in fast. Calendars come out. Right. Melanie tends to fill up rather quickly, right, Melanie? Oh yeah. I always know when the calendar has hit everyone's email box because my phone blows up. So, (laughs) so yeah, call or text. Texts are the best way to get in touch with me. That's right. That's right. Well, Melanie, tell us, so, I know you, you you touched on being an oncology massage therapist. You're also uh, licensed by the state of Texas, so you're a licensed massage therapist. But talk to us about the difference between being a licensed massage therapist and an oncology certified massage therapist. Okay, that's a good question. So in order to be an oncology massage therapist, you first have to be a licensed massage therapist, at least in the state of Texas. I'm not sure about the other states. So... Um, You've got to go through the regular schooling and training. You've got to take tests and practice on people and um, get your licensing test. And then you have a license that has to be renewed every couple of years. If you want to be an oncology massage therapist, there is further training that is required. And um, you have to go far away to find the training. Unfortunately, there's nowhere close by to, to get trained for oncology massage. Melanie, where did you get your training at? I went to Greet the Day. They're in Orange County, California, and that's where I got my foundational training, and that is also where I got my infusion massage training. That's awesome. So being an oncology massage therapist, um, you know, there's quite a few massage therapists. Are there very many uh, oncology certified massage therapists in our area? As far as I know, I am the only person who has gotten the training to become an oncology massage therapist. How would one go about finding a licensed or an oncology massage therapist in their area? If they're not lucky enough to be in our area and become one of my clients, um, I would say go to societyforoncologymassage.org. And um, there is a part of that website that you can put in where you are and they will help you locate a massage therapist from their preferred practitioner list. And they're very strict about who they have on that list. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, you know, so 
talk to us. Um, I, I kind of know your story and your background. I know Pam does as well, but for our listeners out there, what, what really made you want to become um, an oncology massage therapist? What made you want to go seek out that certification? Because as you said, it's in, it's at Greet the Day, which is in Orange County, California. It's not like it's, you know, uh, in Dallas or someplace like that. You really had to commit to this and, and go do this class. Right, absolutely. When you're a massage therapist, every two years, you need to take continuing education. You need a certain number of hours as your requirement. And honestly, when I first became a massage therapist, I had no idea what my specialty would be or where I would get my continuing education and what specialty. But a friend of mine was diagnosed with cancer and literally from the doctor's office, her husband was texting me that he wanted to start her seeing me really regularly. And in my in my regular massage therapy school, I was taught that unless you are specially trained, that you are not to work on anybody with a cancer history because it's just not safe to do so without specialized training. So um, at that point, I still didn't realize that was what I was going to do, but I talked to my husband, he's super smart, and he said, well, you're just gonna have to learn how to do that. So. Um, at that point, I thought, well, I don't, even, I don't even know where to find the classes. So I just started searching. And um, there were two different schools that had something coming up that I could go to. So I ended up with Greet the Day. And I'm glad. They're really a wonderful organization. and so proud that I got to go there. So it was within a, maybe a month or two that I flew out to California and stayed there for a week. And it's really intensive training, but incredibly wonderful. So do you know like the do's and don'ts of a massage therapy now that you had that special training as opposed to those that are just a regular massage therapist? Absolutely. I think that um, it's a misconception by some massage therapists who are not oncology trained that, oh, I'll just work more gently or, oh, I'll just be careful. But there's lots of um, variations between what's gentle and what's careful. And so as an oncology massage therapist, I take every single thing into account when I work on a client, you know, where they are in treatment, where they are in diagnosis, what kind of treatments they've had. Um, everything is important because everything about this diagnosis and treatment affects every part of their body. So um, it's a lot more than just being careful. You have to know what you need to be careful about. And each massage is adjusted to each client and can be very different from client to client. There are areas I may not work on or I may work very differently than I would on a different client, depending on the type of cancer and type of treatment that they've had. Right. So um, when I see patients, um, some people say, is it safe for me to get a massage during treatment or even after treatment? What would be your standard answer? My standard answer is something I learned in my foundational class that if it's safe for you to get a hug, it's safe for you to get a massage by somebody who is trained. Yeah. Um, it is um, an oncology massage is always a gentle form of massage and it can be as gentle as just static holds or it can be you know, a little bit more intense than that, but it's never going to be like a deep tissue massage. So from the day that they're diagnosed all the way through treatment, it's perfectly safe. 
Um, I typically like if clients have just had surgery for them to have some recovery time before I work on them. Um, But, you know, within a few weeks, depending on how they're feeling, um, and again, with lots of modifications, it it should always be safe. There's even hospital-based massage. I don't do it, but there are people who do actually go in and see clients when they're recovering from surgery. Oh, wow. wow, that's that's yeah. pretty powerful. You know, there, you always hear people talk about the power and, uh, and of the healing touch. You know, and and I, sometimes maybe that's kind of cliche, right? Uh, but I think in this case, like you're saying, um, just just as easy and as gentle as a touch can be uh, very beneficial for cancer survivors. Absolutely. I don't think it's cliche at all, probably because it's like my life, what I do, you know, no, 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 that's okay. I think, I think that it can be cliche, you know, but I think, yeah, I mean, many studies have been done that even just touching somebody, whether it's massage or not, is beneficial in in many ways. And um, studies have been shown, now this may sound kind of woo-woo about energy transfer and and things like that, but, you know, I mean, You've definitely, we've all experienced where there's somebody who's upset and you just put your arm around them and you can feel them relax and they feel better just Mm -hmm. with that touch. So Mm -hmm. absolutely, I think it's beneficial in in every way like that. Well, we'll talk to our listeners, if you would, uh, Melanie, about some of those benefits. You know, I think obviously the first benefit that comes to your mind, right, is the relaxation. And, and those kinds of things. So if you would talk about like um, your room setup, if, if you will, and then those benefits that, that patients can expect and survivors can expect if uh, they're receiving an oncology massage. Sure. I'll talk a little bit about my room and then I'll tell you what the studies have shown as far as the benefits of oncology massage. Yeah. Um, it's really important for me in my room to have a very quiet, kind of dimly lit, comfortable space. I think if you've walked in there, you know that it, that is, for me, that I love when people walk in there and they're, they, I mean, they immediately start relaxing the second they go in. Um, you, certainly I, don't, you certainly don't want bright lights and strobes. No, or- I don't. I don't. I mean, for me, that's very important. For me, the experience starts from greeting them in the, in the waiting area and then, you know, walking into my room. And um, I have that comfortable, famous chair that everybody loves and the turquoise chair. Oh my goodness. Everybody loves that chair. So just sitting in my recliner, I think is an experience, but, um, but yeah, I just, I try to have it be a very comfortable and safe place for my clients to just unwind, tell me whatever they want to tell me, talk about whatever they want to talk about. Um, my intake is pretty intense. I don't know if we'll talk about that. Um, but I mean, the benefits that they have studied as far as oncology massage is um, it helps reduce stress and anxiety, which anybody who has gotten a diagnosis like cancer knows that that comes along with the territory. Even if at first they feel fine, once they start their treatments, I think they realize how serious it is and it comes with a lot of anxiety. It also can decrease the perception of pain. So if they're having pain, even if the pain is caused by anxiety, that pain feels just as real as if it's caused by their treatment. Um, And so it can ease discomfort and pain. And it also seems to really help people with nausea and issues like that. So um, 
who doesn't want that when you're going through cancer treatment, you know, and, and which I don't know any cancer patient who hasn't experienced at least one of those things. Right. What, what about, uh, cause I know you, you've talked about this before. Um, is there, is there some info to share with our listeners about, you know, um, the relaxation in terms of sleep and just the overall benefits that they might get? They've actually studied this and they do say that um, a 60 minute massage helps your body as much as a full night of sleep. Unfortunately, I don't have 60 minutes with my clients, but, but any of it is beneficial. There's this, there's this space between awake and asleep. My cl- in a chair massage, again, it's a little harder to get to that space with those brainwaves, but those brainwaves are extremely healing and relaxing for people. And so if, I, you know, if we're able even just to calm the nervous system and help them get to that relaxed state, it's, it's really very healing for them. What about some of the residual side effects of treatment like neuropathy? Does a massage, could that benefit someone? And the neuropathy. It does. It does. Um, with neuropathy, the nerves are not processing information correctly. And um, I've had clients who have had everything from complete numbness to searing, burning pain, tingling, stabbing. Um, those are some of the ways they describe how it feels. And um, one of the ways to help the nerves regenerate is through stimulating them, is through touching them. And often they can't really tell how hard, I've, I've tried to teach some of my clients how to do it on themselves because all that touch will be beneficial, but they just have to be very careful not to do it too hard because they're not going to feel it exactly how hard it is. Um, so, so yeah, I think more, the more touch the better as far as regenerating nerves, nerves grow and heal very, very slowly. And so the more stimulation they get, the better. And I know from just being here at the center and listening to you, and I know sometimes just coming to get a massage, it's just self-care for that patient and time just to take, um, to take care of them. Definitely. Definitely can be like a little vacation from what they're dealing. <laughs> oh, we could all, we all need that. a vacation. Yes. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, one of the things, Pam, and, and that, that's, that's, uh, really, uh, we, we, we've done an episode on, on self-care and I encourage all of our listeners to go back and find our, our episode that we did with, um, a good friend of ours, Mary Margaret, uh, talking <laughs> about self-care. Um, you know, it is just kind of that moment to kind of escape from the day, right? I mean, uh, you know, whether it's their treatment or I know you've seen people right after they've had a treatment or you've seen them before they're going to get their treatment and kind of helps them get in those frames of minds. Um, there's probably in, in all uh, fairness, there's no wrong time to get a massage. That's true. That's yeah, true. absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you see, Melanie, do you see yourself sometimes in a, a counselor role while you're doing your massage? Um, I'm, I should say I'm not a licensed counselor. No, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. But you feel, you know, there's Sounding this. Sounding board. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, a huge part of my job. And that's why um, I actually took a course in life coaching because I felt like, my clients would come in and they'd have so much they'd want to tell me. And I didn't know what, 
how can I help them? What can I do more than the massage? Um, and interestingly, in, in that course, I learned just holding space and giving them um, an, uh, the floor to talk as much as they want and to say whatever they need to say without judgment um, was really the most beneficial thing I could do. So yeah, definitely people in my room, we close that door and I have heard I've heard things that would maybe surprise a lot of people and it is, you know, a nice confidential and judge-free safe zone to say whatever, whatever they want to say. Safe calming zone. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, and, and of course, listening to your voice can be incredibly calming as well. I know you've done some videos for us that are, uh, you know, helping helpful in terms of uh, working with our survivors and so forth. And um, yeah, I can imagine, being in that room and um, relaxed and you're just a, a, a listening ear. And I know that you have obviously our, our survivors best interests in mind. So I know that's, that's incredibly important. Very important. You touched on your intake form. Let's uh, if we can, let's go back to that. Cause I'm, I'm curious and I want our listeners to know too, again, um, you know, it, it goes, this will, I think we'll, we'll go back to the importance of um, you really know, the ins and outs of working with cancer survivors. And that's what's most important. We want people to feel comfortable uh, coming to the center. We want people to feel comfortable coming to see you uh, because it really is, um, it, it's, you're, you're, we're dealing with people's, you know, uh, lives at the moment in terms of where they are with their cancer treatment. So touch on your intake form so our listeners can have a better understanding about that, if you would. Right. Um, for me, the most important thing is that my clients are safe. So um, I would never want to do anything that would jeopardize that. So I want as much information as I can. Sometimes people really have a hard time remembering a lot of things. I don't necessarily care about exact dates and details. Um, I have a, a part of there that asks who your doctor is. That doesn't really matter to me. That's just general information. What's very important to me is to know where the cancer is, what treatment you have already had, and if there's ever been any lymph node involvement, whether it being removed surgically or radiated, because that does change the way that I work. So um, I do have a pretty intensive um, intake form, but even more so, even there's, I've had some clients who have had a really hard time with the form. I just bring them back in the room and I just enter it all into my computer. And I, I ask a lot of questions. I, I want to know everything about what you've been through. And the truth is, is sometimes other surgeries that you've had are important, even if they have nothing to do with cancer, because it will also affect the way your lymph system is working and the, your health. So um, I, I really want to know as much information as possible just to keep my clients as safe and healthy as possible. So you talked about massages here at the center. Um, and then you also said that you do infusional massages. Can you tell us what that entails and um, how that works? Yeah, oh, I love infusion massage. So I had already been working there at the survivorship center and Ryan and I talked a little bit about what I could do next. Like I said, every two years you need those continuing education credits. And I knew that they had a two-part class through Greet the Day and they actually were nice enough to put the two together and let me take it straight through instead of flying back and forth twice to California. And in that class, um, I was actually working at several hospitals 
um, in the in the Orange County area in the infusion center with my instructor. So she and I, we would do what she called homeschooling in the morning. <laughs> and then we would go to whichever hospital it was that she had next on the schedule. And then we would work in the afternoon and work on, on patients as they were getting their infusion massage. And so um, it, was, it was really an amazing experience and wonderful and interesting to see how different hospitals do things. Yeah, you know, I remember discussing about that and obviously being here at the center, we, we've seen the benefits that our survivors get and how they feel and, you know, we hear from them how wonderful it is and thank you for having Melanie here and of course I take all the credit, of course, <laughs> for all of that, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's really important, you know, that, that we do continue to evolve and provide more services and so you know, when you brought this up about infusion, it was very intriguing. Um, and I think those maybe who are listening who aren't familiar with how long someone stays in an infusion room, it can be very lengthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the on the patient. In, when I was in California, they actually had some rooms where people would stay. And I don't know the details of why certain patients stayed. I don't believe that we do that very often, or at least not in my experience here. Um, but I've definitely seen clients in the infusion room who are there for eight hours or, you know, sometimes they're there real quick. They'll come there. They'll just be there for fluids or whatever. They'll be in and out. But, um, but there are some, some chemotherapy treatments that are very, very lengthy and slow and they are there sitting there for a very, very long time. For me, it would be hard to sit in those chairs, um, for six to eight hours, just bored out of my mind. So I'm sure just the human touch of um, you coming over and um, giving them a massage, it's gotta be some benefits for that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think, um, you know, when I get there, I usually just kind of work around the room and, you know, offer it to, to the people as I go. Um, one story that actually that I, I can think of, is one time I was there and I was working on one woman and she was someone who I saw pretty often when I would go. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was working on her and we were talking about her garden. Some people like to talk a lot during their massages. Some people like to be very quiet. Some people fall asleep. Uh, and so as we're talking, she's pointing, she's pointing, she's pointing. And I, I finally said, is everything okay? And um, she said, I think that lady, she really needs you. And so when I finished with her, you know, I looked and there was a lady who was having very, feeling very anxious. It was her first time there. And she was feeling very, very anxious about her treatment. And, you know, they tell you all the things that could possibly happen. Luckily, those rarely do. And, but she was very nervous about it. And so I did go over and introduce myself. And I, I did give her a massage. And her family had been all around her. And they kind of, they got a break too. They got to go kind of step back, have a seat. Her husband went and got went to pick up lunch for everybody, you know, and I gave her a massage. And by the time I was done, she was asleep. So um, it was, it yeah. started from a very intense, intense moment for her. And then she was feeling much better. And like I said, everybody else got a break. And the truth is the nurses got a little break too. Right. So when you go to the infusion centers here locally, um, you know, and, and, and you check in and then you kind of work, as you mentioned, work the room, 
what is the difference really between like an infusion massage and um, a massage you would do here at the center? Oh, they're very different. Um, an infusion massage, I'm usually with a client for about 15 minutes, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter, depending on the client. Um, because it's an infusion massage, I actually get have a, have a less of an intake with them because I'm not working anywhere near any nodes at all. So, um, so there's less of a risk of flaring up lymphedema. And it's also extremely gentle. As gentle as I said, it can be in my room. It's probably even a little bit more gentle there because they are currently getting their, their infusion and their chemotherapy, or even if they're just getting fluids. I mean, it's, a, it's an intense experience. So um, it's just usually introduce myself and if they want a massage I ask if they want me to work on their hands or feet and then I go get washed up and get you know a drape to go under their feet or a pillow to put their arms on and then it's generally just you know quiet and relaxing and I tell them you know feel free to go to sleep you don't have to entertain me yeah. and um and then that's that's usually it. I mean, it's just it's 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 very different. And also because it's in a public space, there's a lot of people in there, bright lights. Um, I just try to give them this little tiny like escape bubble around us, you know. I know a common uh, question that we get here is, um, what part of the body do you massage? Do they have to take off their clothes? Do they have to get on a table? Um, is a very common question. So yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense that they would ask that because there's so many different kinds of massage. Um, outside of the center, I do do a table massage where my clients do take their clothes off. But in the center, it's a chair massage. My clients come fully dressed. I tell them just wear whatever is comfortable. Um, they will keep it on. I can either work on their head, neck, shoulders, back or I can work on their hands and feet in that magical turquoise <laughs> recliner exactly. and um, so yeah so if they if they really would rather I work on their hands and feet that's perfectly fine in my room I have time to do both or one or the other really what they want um, and if they are experiencing a lot of neuropathy they will often really want me to work on their hands and or feet um, but, you know, sometimes just that relaxation into the, the shoulders and neck, you know, they really, they really want that or need that. Yeah. And then, and of course, they, when they come out, they come out like almost like jello, right? Yeah. They're so relaxed. <laughs> it's so, so just, you know, feeling so good. I just, you know, you, you can't help but just be happy for them. Yeah, that's the goal. That's good. So what if um, patients are... I know for me, when I meet with them, sometimes they say, I'm a no touch person. Is there a way to work around that so that they can get the benefits of massage? Uh, you know, I always feel like people are really hesitant, mm -hmm. but that's okay. They don't have to come. My feelings aren't hurt. They don't have to come get a massage, but if they feel that way, but they're experiencing something like neuropathy, sometimes we can get them to at least consider it. I also have no problem with somebody coming to see me. And if I'm working on them, they just don't like it. I haven't had this happen, I should say. Um, so so th this has not happened to me, but, but if anybody's hesitant, I have let them know, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. If I'm working on you and it doesn't feel good for whatever reason, you don't even have to tell me why. 
I will stop and we'll be done and that's okay because everybody has a different level of what they like as far as if they like to be touched or they don't like to be touched and there are people who just don't like to be touched and and that's okay right I know for me um, personal experience sometimes the massage I feel like they're painful um, but I know with our um, patients that come here I know that they're soft and gentle and most of the time they do um, take a little cat nap, which everybody needs, right? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, um, I'm not a huge fan of painful massages, even outside of the Cancer Survivorship Center. I think they should always feel good. Wow. Uh, but yeah, they will never be painful in my room. If they are, my clients need to tell me immediately because something I'm doing something wrong or something that their body is telling them something is wrong. It shouldn't right. hurt. You know, you talk about, uh, stories and, and being in the infusion room. And, uh, I, I remember when we first started going with, uh, to the, the infusion centers here locally, and I went with you just so I could kind of experience a little bit, you know, we don't often get the opportunity, Pam and myself, we don't often get the opportunity to experience everything that goes on at the survivorship center, just because we do have a lot of activities and classes. And of course, once that door closes, I mean, it's very private. And so um, going to the infusion room, though, I remember one of the very first times uh, we were there and, uh, of course, just trying to figure out how it was going to work and, you know, making sure we had all the things in place. And I remember there was a, a person that, you know, initially was like, no, no, I don't no, I don't want a massage. And then after they 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 saw like the third one that you did, I think they raised their finger and raised their hand. and was like, I, th I think I do want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little jealousy. Yeah, that, that happens. Well, I think, you know, I think some people feel, I've had people say, no, 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 I'm not going to make you do that. You know, yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> but um, exactly. So once they start seeing, oh, okay, you know, I mean, it's not, I, a lot of people who are, if they don't get massages, they don't really know what's going to happen. And an infusion massage is also very different. So they don't really know what to expect. But once they see it and once they see that, oh, wow, that person just, you know, so relaxed during it or so, you know, sleeping afterwards. Maybe I do want that. Yeah, they're always allowed to change their mind. If they, if they say no to me, I always tell them, well, I'll be here for a while. So just flag me down if, if you change your mind. And they sometimes do. Um, and I think it's also important to um, let our listeners know that the charge of this massage is nothing. It's free. So right. if they see you in the infusion room, it's not something that's added onto their bill um, there or even here. So um, it's important that they know that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that we're able to do that for our clients. So special. Yeah. You know, you talk about that. Um, it's one of those things where, again, sometimes I know Pam, you hear this a lot, but gosh, the, where's the catch? I mean, like that's too good to be true. <laughs> and you know, like, wait a minute, you're going to allow me to have a massage and it's not going to cost me anything? Like, no, that's exactly right. We, we are 100% focused on the, the, the feelings and the, you know, the well-being and the wellness of our, our survivors here at the center and then those that are at, uh, in the chemo room. Yes, yep. that's true. I think, yeah, they kind of wait for a catch. There's no catch. Yeah. I think the only catch is um, they had to have a diagnosis of cancer, which stinks. But um, other than that, there's no catch. Yeah, true. Well, Melanie, I, I tell you, I, um, I know our survivors really appreciate what you do for them. 
Um, I see it on their face when they come out of the room. I hear it from them. Um, when we're at activities, you know, together and, and you're there with the survivors and the interaction they have, I, I know they appreciate you and, and we appreciate you. And I, I would just wish there was some way we could clone you so that we could have <laughs> you more often because I know as many people as we're able to serve, uh, we could serve so many more. And I, I thank you for working with us. I thank you for using your talent, um, you know, uh, to, to better those that we serve, which are the cancer survivors and the cancer survivor community. Yeah, I'm so grateful I can do it. You know, when people say, you know, when they thank me, I'm like, no, thank you. I'm the luckiest person in the world. I get to do what I love here, you know, so it's great. That's awesome. So our last segment is um, sponsored by Pete's Car Smart Kia. It's called Pete's Powerful Moment. And we want to hear about your moment that has moved you um, while working here or dealing with our clients here. Okay. I have, I have two things that come to mind. One is just an overall thing that um, that I've experienced and working at Cancer Survivorship Center has really taught me the resiliency that, that people have, you know, people who um, really go through things that are, are huge and, and very scary and that how resilient they are. And it does, that's not, not to say that you know, their life and everything is sunshine and roses, but it's that they are just keep going forward and, you know, keep doing what they need to do in order to get to where where they want to be and hopefully that is to be you know healthy in the end um but i would say if i had to think of one very powerful moment it was being with a client when she received a very important very happy phone call i think pam you were there too and it was it was just very powerful to be there and to experience that with her. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, she's a very special person anyway, but, um, but yeah, just to know that we are part of some of these people's lives and a really important part and to have her get that news when we were all there, it was, that was so special. It was just something I'll hold with me forever. That's awesome. I know we like to hear and joyful news, but, and we're also there and they're, time of need so um, absolutely we yeah. have special people that come in our doors yes i'm so grateful you know that's exactly right um we we do play um we feel like we play a very small role and i think to our survivors uh, many of the things we do and the things we introduce them to because sometimes we move them out of their comfort zone into um, a class or you know encourage them to attend or encourage them to get a massage or something that we know is and can be beneficial to them. Um, and sometimes it makes a, a major difference. So yeah, thanks for sharing that, Melanie. We appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. So Ryan, how's your stress level now? You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, I, I may need to call Melanie and make, a, make an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you how you can do that. You can call 806-331-2400 and get more information. That's right. That's right. And if you don't get our calendars, uh, you need to call that number and speak to Pam or speak to Penny, or if I happen to be here and, and tell us you need our calendar, because if you don't get the calendar, you don't know when Melanie's available 
am going to be at the center because it's not always the same day of the week, same time of the, of the month. It's, it always fluctuates. And uh, if you don't know it, uh, you're missing out. And if you That's have right. not been in, uh, in Melanie's chair in there, uh, it is magical. And if you've not been there, you're missing out, right? That's right. They can also um, email us at info at the number two, four survivorship.org and, and send us their email and we can get them on their email list. That's right. We'll get it out to them. Melanie, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's always a pleasure to visit with you and, um, you know, educating our, our, our folks and let them know more about massage. If they're hesitant, uh, they don't need to be uh, hesitant at all because you are uh, specially trained. Um, you're, you know, what I would say is the best of the best. So uh, they, they can feel comfortable co coming here and being in your chair. Well, thank you. It was wonderful to be here. Absolutely. Well, everybody that's listening, we appreciate you joining us this week for Beyond the Ribbon. Uh, we hope that you'll like our podcast and subscribe to our podcast, uh, share it with someone who needs to know about it, um, pass it on. Uh, you know, this is something that we have available here in, with Melanie, but there are other people that you know who are cancer survivors and going through cancer treatment all across the country who may need to have uh, that healing touch of massage. And so uh, they need to know the benefits and they can look uh, online and find one in their local area. Um, it, it's very important. It's very important. So uh, again, like our podcast and share our podcast and uh, join us next week for an, an, another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.